There's a polarized debate going on in this country about the future of fossil fuels, especially coal. As a country, we're getting less and less of our electricity from coal, around one-third, but we still burn hundreds of millions of tons of it each year for electricity. And so beneath that debate is a real disconnect between the people who produce coal and those who consume it. The debate and the divide were very much on display recently at a public event in Casper, Wyoming, Inside Energy's Lee Patterson reports. Environmentalists, lawmakers, coal miners, and advocates of all types gathered to have their say at the meeting hosted by the Department of the Interior. This is a politically motivated sham pandering to political allies of the secretary and the administration. That's Richard Reavy, an executive at a coal company called Cloud Peak Energy, coming out strong against a review of how coal is mined on federal land. The Department of the Interior is looking at royalty rates, environmental concerns, and coal communities themselves, and holding more meetings like this one across the country this summer. My name is Jeremy Murphy. I come here as a sixth generation coal miner. Murphy moved to Wyoming in 2010 from Kentucky after getting laid off from a few coal mines there. As of the end of March, that region, central Appalachia, lost around 7,000 coal mining jobs in just one year. And so Murphy has a challenge for the environmental groups that want to keep coal in the ground. Take your cell phones, dig a hole with a shovel, put it in the ground. Put it back in the ground because coal made that. Murphy explains that he wants to make the point that fossil fuels are used to produce and power a lot of our stuff. He told me during lunch that this whole public speaking thing is new for him. So I get the sweat beads and get nervous and all that, but... I'm hoping that maybe I can make an impression. And get people thinking about who makes their electricity. I, I just, I find it amazing that people don't even do a Google search to see, you know, what happens, what happens when you flip that switch? Where is it coming from? But if you do a search and put that phrase, where does my electricity come from, into the website Google Trends, like I'm doing right now, Instead of a map of searches by region, you get, quote, not enough search volume to show results. Jessica Smith, an anthropologist at the Colorado School of Mines, is writing about this disconnect between coal miners and everyone else. She got into this kind of work. Because of my experiences growing up in Gillette in northeastern Wyoming in a mining town with a mining family. Smith's basic idea is something she calls an energy exchange. For many coal miners, their side of this exchange, making energy for others, is a basic part of their identity. When Smith drove trucks at the coal mines during her summer breaks, miners would talk about their work like this. Well, this truck holds X many tons of coal. Um, that means it can light this many houses for this many hours. But on the other side of the exchange, when people living in those homes flip on their lights, there's little thought given to the miners on the other end. You'd still have to dig further to try to think about what is it like to live in Gillette and what's it like to work in a coal mine. So people have a very distant relationship with the actual sources of their energy. Smith thinks that for a long time, coal miners with steady, well-paying jobs could sort of just ignore this dynamic. But since 2011, the U.S. has lost over 30,000 of those jobs. That, plus environmental regulations like the Clean Power Plan and high-profile, effective anti-coal campaigns, Smith says it can just seem like a lot. When people feel like they're under attack, um, unfairly or, or fairly, 
right? There's this circling of the wagons. Then things end up polarized. We're uh, a keep it in the ground group. I mean, that, that is our MO. I met Jeremy Nichols at that hearing in Casper. He's with an environmental group called Wild Earth Guardians, and they are very much part of the polarized debate. But the group has just unveiled a new billboard campaign with a bit of a nod to this divide. The theme? Just transition, which, you know, has two, two meanings for us. A transition away from coal, and a fair transition for coal miners into new jobs. Miners have done amazing uh, work for our country for years. They've kept the lights on, you know, to borrow a page from the coal industry playbook. They have. And so I think it's the least we can do to help them. But that help? Coal miner Jeremy Murphy is skeptical that job retraining would even work. And to be honest with you, I don't want to. I love what I do. I, I just want to work. I want to be a coal miner. That's it. It's a debate still playing out here at meetings like this and on the national stage, where Hillary Clinton has pledged $30 billion to help coal communities transition. And Donald Trump has promised to put coal miners back to work. For Inside Energy, I'm Lee Patterson. For photos, video, data, and more from the Inside Energy team, check us out at InsideEnergy.org.